Welcome to the Christ and All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about God, church, life, and how to find Christ in the middle of it all. I'm your host, Taylor Easley, and I am joyfully joined by Mr. Pastor, Brother, Reverend Chad wow, Hunsberger. All of it. I feel like I'm joyful today. And you tell me to be joyful all the time. I do in every email. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have a little bit of a, oh, how are you doing, Chad? All is well. <laughs> that was close. You, you almost. I almost made it without having to hear it. No, having to hear it. Oh, you know what I mean. That sounds like. Like sad. I'm tired of it. Yeah, maybe why? You shouldn't be. Well, I'm glad you're well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Today's episode comes with a little bit of a disclaimer. Parents. Four parents. We are talking about a specific Christmas character in a special red suit. So if you would like to hit pause, now is the time to do so. Because depending on how you have addressed this topic in your home, you may or may not want your young passengers to listen to this. Correct? That is a good way to phrase that. Okay, great. So, we don't want to ruin any Christmas traditions on the Christ and All right. podcast. Right. That is not our goal. Um, so, here goes. Our question today is, Chad, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. I like how you just started laughing before you got it out. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you said Chris Kringle earlier, yes. and it just like popped back in my brain. He has, and he has a few names. He does. Papa Noel. In fact, that's a solid one. Yep, I still they're, like Chris Kringle. Yeah, they're those. like got all the ones from all the different countries and stuff. It's yeah. kind of fun. Okay, so a little background for everyone to know. Um, when I was, well, when I'm the youngest of three, mm-hmm. and when my brother was at at the age, like, so he was probably. This is the story I was told. I guess he was five or six, which he's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my understanding is that he was very concerned, borderline scared about this guy who was coming into his house. Oh no! Kind of thing. Like it, it was not a joyful, fun description talk or whatever. So uh, it was like, why is someone coming to the house? I don't like that. You know, what if they? Oh, you know, kind no. of thing. So uh, I don't know what my parents' plan was, or if they were going to, or if they had started. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, but because of that, I, I never believed in that, that Santa Claus was really coming down my chimney. I never believed he gave us the gifts. I never had that. Uh, I never believed any of those, those parts to yeah. Santa. And so, uh, the, the problem with that was there was a time that I told some people, uh, oh, no. because, because, yeah, right. Wrong, wrong. That was not helpful. Uh, we had to try to figure out how to mop up that mm-hmm. mess. Um, but in any way, and I'm like, oh man, you never want to be that kid. Like you, you right. when you, when your kids become understanding or aware, like you, you make sure you tell them, don't say anything. But because right. like, we just never talked about it really. My parents didn't even really think to say, don't tell that to anybody else. Right. So lesson learned. Um, however, uh, I have an uncle who has down syndrome mm-hmm. and my uncle Danny is 60, 
seven, I believe. And Danny still believes. Uh, So I was participating in the Santa fun joy of like mystery, magical, magical, maybe uh, my whole life. But just never for me. Right. right? So I, I would even like, hey, let's go sit in Santa's lap. Like, let's do the thing. Let's take the picture. Let's do that. I just knew I wasn't actually, you know, that wasn't happening that way. So I just have this unique thing with yes. it. And as we were ha- beginning to have kids, my wife grew up believing in those kind of things, kind of standard Okay, once you learn, you don't tell the other siblings and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So she kind of had that standard. Um, but uh, I I didn't remember. So when we decided, you know, when we were starting to have kids and we started talking about what are we going to do, my mindset was, well, we're not going to do Santa because uh, like I was, I was, a, I went through life fine without him. So, sure. you know, and Gloria had to try to help uh, describe to me why it was magical and what was fun about it and all those things. So, uh, I, I will say that the way the question was phrased is like, what are your thoughts on Santa? So as you can tell, I have a variety of thoughts that flurry through my head, mm-hmm. uh, when, when that question is asked. But what I would say is there is something that I think is important in Christ and all. And then we can talk about some of the practicalities of that. Mm-hmm. I do think it is important to not describe Santa with the attributes of God. It can be, uh, I, I would just highly caution that. Let me yeah. put it that way. Um, I do know of children. I, I mean, I rem- by name <laughs> that said the phrase. So Santa is like God. Mm-hmm. So Santa sees me, knows my thoughts sees me when I'm sleeping, knows those kinds of things about me. And then in mm-hmm. Sunday school, I'm told God knows me and God is with me and God is doing these things. And he knows when I've been bad or good. And so those kinds of, again, seemingly magical things right. uh, become very confusing to the child who for, think about this, for many of our churches, Colonial Heights included, it's around the same time that they in that uh, early elementary age, that they are beginning to ask questions about, okay, how does this Santa thing really work, mm-hmm. right? Like, how does it get to all the houses? What's the logistics here, mm-hmm. right? So they're starting to ask those questions, and they're starting to ask gospel-centric questions. Okay, how did the creator of the universe <laughs> right. say, like, bring about salvation to me? Oh, okay, so, so we want to make sure that we're not, doing that thing right Mm -hmm. and still potentially preserving some magic and the joy and the fun in there Mm -hmm. so i can understand the parent who says we're not going to do santa at all that's fine i can understand the parent who says hey there's some fun to this um and i think there are some ways to do that so we landed uh on talking about santa like a character Mm-hmm. In the same way that Mickey Mouse is a character at Disney, exactly. uh, we we use those terms quite purposely um, when we talk about Santa. We even use early on we use the words like uh, "let's imagine," mm-hmm. uh, pre- "pretend," um, 
because those are all things we we want to foster creativity and pretending in a like nobody actually thinks that uh, my kid's a police officer, but I still put him in a police suit at Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. or or they still get the costumes to dress up like a construction worker. Well, they're six, so they're not a construction worker. But mm-hmm. it's pretend. It's fun. It's right. like developmental in that sense. So so right. in that way, there are some things you can do to talk about character, like uh, like the, the the character person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking up just a few minutes ago. There is a book. Um, called The Legend of St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is talks about the true person that, that was a man named Nicholas. Yes. And uh, it, it really kind of promotes giving and uh, kind of a, a mindset of uh, gratitude and, um, yeah, like, yeah, giving, like yeah. wanting to do that well. And so there's a way to to say, okay, this was a real person. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't getting into all the chimneys all around the world, right? But there's a character that's been made about him that did these things, and Mm -hmm. that's fun, and Rudolph, and Reindeer, and all those things. Um, So you can still do cookies and milk, and you can still have those kind of things, stockings by your chimney. You can do all of that and not express that Santa is this real thing. I would... Um, similarly, so this is dangerous. Your yeah. eyebrows just raised. Uh, I would similarly caution, hear me, don't be mad at me, parents, uh, the way in which you talk about Elf on the Shelf <laughs> for the same reason. That Elf freaks me out so right? much. Okay. I don't like him. I'm I understand. Sorry. I understand. I, as a personal opinion. Yes. He scares me. I understand the concept of the fun behind he shows up in different places and all the cutesy little things. It's a game. It's a game. But I also know people that use that as an obedience tool. Mm. And one of the things I would caution about the obedience tool there, and this is even if you don't use Elf, like, hey, I'm threatening you with presents or no presents or whatever. I'm going to write Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Let's promote your children being obedient 12 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's not let it be because they are going to get or not get a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Right. But, so let's be really careful about that. What that. And I know that it sounds silly like, oh, Chad, this is not that. I'm just telling you, I have watched it in families, how that perpetuates for months later. And. You don't intend for it to, sure. and then it does. Sure. So I would just caution those kind of things. I'm not saying don't use Elf on a Shelf. I'm not. We never did it because it's a lot of work. Right. Um, <laughs> That's how um, I feel about it. But but e- even still, if we had, it wouldn't have been about what the Elf saw or didn't see in right. us in our right. kids. Naughty, nice kind of thing. Um, in that same vein. Uh, We always felt like, too, in the sense of gratitude, we wanted our kids to know um, where their gifts came from. Mm -hmm. Um, Not out of, hey, I mean, in some ways there's like, yeah, give me credit. (laughs) But but really not out of that. But also because um, I have seen this happen where they say, hey, mom, dad, I know you don't have the money. We don't have the money to buy this, but Santa could give it to me. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous place to be too because um, they're not really aware of their fences. Mm-hmm. Um, for because Because it could be that you do have the money to buy that video game system or that toy or that car, but mm-hmm. you're choosing that that's not best, right. even if you have the money for it, right? So you don't need to blame Santa for your decision right. that that's not what's best for your family. Um, and so I, I just think that all of that goes into that big, broad question of what are thoughts about Santa? It, it's harder to have... This is one of those that like you need the interaction uh, in some ways. Like what what are the people on the other side of this, sure. <laughs> uh, the listeners thinking about this because you can engage with it a little bit more. So I'm trying to kind of throw out all the different right. things that come to my mind. And I don't hear you saying Santa's bad. No, I, I want to be so really careful. Santa. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do that. I just want to caution the way in which you talk about him. Words really do matter, yes. even to the preschooler. And so helping them think through, uh, again, he's a character. Let's pretend. Let's be imaginary. Um, like uh, all of those kinds of words or phrases that you would, like if you're if your child, um, again, the f- I, maybe you've never been to Disney or anywhere like that, but like if you go to the, the, see, they meet a mascot, right at the ball game. Mm-hmm. When when they are looking at this giant-headed bulldog, mm-hmm. you you explain to them that it's okay. There's a person inside yeah. there. The bulldogs don't stand like that, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's something to that. That's still fun. Wow, look at this big thing that's like right. giving me a hug and a high five, and we're excited. But yeah, like th- there is something that you are responsible to to help them see and know. That's fun. That's magical that's enjoyable but it's it's not that's not that doesn't make it true so helping them differentiate between that and it helps later again because once our kids kind of realized what we were saying all along they didn't say well wait you've lied to us right (laughs) because well what else have you lied about right because again that Santa had nothing to do with the the gift they got. Santa, we talked about he kind of gave the stocking. Well, the stocking's like candy and socks, mm-hmm. so it wasn't quite the the same as the presents they unwrapped and so some of those kind of things. So we tried to be practical in that uh, without ruining. If that's the right word the for magic. those who are saying like, <laughs> uh, how could you? Like again, I didn't live with it, so it's fine. But uh, no, I, I think you can have both of those uh, balanced well. Um, but if someone said, "I have a problem with it, and I just don't think we can do it at all," then don't do it. Yeah, like that's fine for your family. And you know, having curious kids myself, yeah. I was told as a young parent because I had these questions and. Um, like, how am I going to handle mm-hmm. this? You know, what are we going to do? Um, I was always told, just ask them what they think. Mm-hmm. And then you're not like, I mean, you're really not saying, yes, he's real right, or right. no, he's not. If you want to keep some of the quote unquote mm-hmm. magic, yeah. um, you know, just say, what do you think? What do you think? Mm-hmm. You, go, you know, like, and just yeah. play. That's right. Just in, just pretend. I yeah. like that word. Imagine. Yeah. So I, I think those are some of my thoughts. We we are thinking even differently 
round two. The reason I say round mm-hmm. two is we have uh, a fourth one now who uh, Christmas for him in an orphanage for his first several years, mm-hmm. few years, right, of life, um, didn't look anything like this. Right. There's no tree. There's no presents. There's no... They knew about Christmas. There was talk about it mm-hmm. um, because it was a Christian orphanage. Right. Uh, but it had no of the other pieces and parts. So you're kind of inserting him into a unique season. So even some things that uh, we're even more careful with words for him right. because, one, English is his second language, and two, because he... Uh, yeah, as a as a new to the game, so to speak, we're really needing to him to see the Christ of Christmas, right? Uh, which we want for all of our kids, but he's seeing it for the first time in kindergarten and first grade versus one, two, three, four, right? right? Um, so that that just I say that importantly because every child is different. So the way you interact, even about these kind of decisions, can be different with each child. Mm-hmm. There can be stuff you do as a whole family, traditionally, and that kind of thing. But then there's some stuff that is adjusted per child. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Christmas. It's great. But I, I really do love that book. The What is it? The, what's it the, legend, the legend of yeah, St. Nicholas. Yeah, I was like, is it Legend of mm-hmm. St. Nicholas? It is really good. Um, it it's gives, like a hardback children's book yeah, thing. I mean, little, you know. It's, Beautiful um, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's really good artwork. Right. They look like paintings. Yes. Kind of artwork. Yes, which I appreciate. But yeah. it does give the full history mm-hmm. of Saint Nicholas. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I would. I would say this. There is an article coming out uh, that I, I did, and it, it should be out in the next week or two when this comes out. Okay. Uh, on the TimothyProject.org okay. called Eleven or. Uh, maybe 10 ways to help your kids at Christmas. And so it's it's a variety of things to help with your kids. So on the same kind of, it's not just about Santa, but uh, on the same lane of kind of yeah. thinking through Christmas stuff with your kids. Yeah. So look for that article, thetimothyproject.org on articles. It comes out like the second or third week I'll of December. I'll make sure to link it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, it'd be great. Awesome. Okay, well, that wraps up this episode of the Christ and All podcast. Remember, we will be taking a break uh, on December 27th and January 3rd, but we'll return on January 10th. So um, do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or post it on whatever social media you have if you enjoyed it. If you want to submit a question for us to discuss, you can send it to info at colonialheights.org. We can't wait to hear from you, and thanks for listening.